0: David Eustace joins us after announcing that he'll be heading to Hong Kong a few weeks back. Um, David, thanks for joining us here at the Magic Million Sales Complex. When you listen to those highlights, it wasn't a bad tenure with Kiramar Racing. Um, you're a Group 1 winning trainer 30 times, including a Cox Plate, a Melbourne Cup and a VSC Derby, a couple of Derbys. So um, it, was, it was some journey.
1: Yeah, incredible. And um, couldn't possibly imagine it being as successful and it to expand the the rate that it did so you know an awful lot of people uh, behind uh, the the scenes to get those results and it's a credit to the team and the owners and the horses but um, look it's been a great thrill obviously loved every minute of it and um, obviously uh, excited to go to hong kong at the same time
0: so tell us through the process what happened there how you got the gig in hong kong because it was the worst kept secret in a way in racing I think there was a few people that thought, well, like... And we, we get rumours all the time in racing, but we thought, well, there's a chance that you can go to Hong Kong. We thought that there was opportunities maybe at, at other organisations where you could lead up their, their team. Um, so when did this process start?
1: Well, the rumours um, were very untrue for a while. Um, they've sort of been going for two or three years. Um, but I went in June for some for a work trip after Royal Alaska yeah, and um after that the jockey Club were in talks uh with me and and um they reached out and and see it you know yeah. floated the idea um and obviously it developed from there um and then Tom Biddington <laughs> wrote an article uh on the monday, and uh it was sort of very factually true in that um you know, I wasn't sure, and and it wasn't an easy decision, and I sort of spent most of October with it weighing on my mind quite heavily as to whether it was, a, yep. you know, the right move. But, um, you know, once I'd made the decision, I was sort of very... It, it, it felt right, and I was very comfortable with it. It wasn't easy for obvious reasons, um, but... Uh, I then, you know, told Kieran towards yeah. the end of November or mid-November and, you know, he's been fantastic the whole way through.
0: So, who who do you talk to in that situation to, to help you make a decision? Obviously, you got your family connections that had, uh, your uncle had so much success in Hong Kong, but do you have a mentor that you had to sit back and go, okay, these are, this is what I want to, want to do with my racing career. I can stay here in Australia or maybe go back to the UK or take up this opportunity in Hong Kong, so... Did anyone twist your arm? Was there a deciding factor for the decision to head to Hong Kong? No,
1: uh, honestly, was, you know, it's my decision and, and it was a decision I had to make. Obviously, you, you call upon um, people for advice and, um, you know, all, my parents have, have been very supportive the whole way through. They didn't push me in any way, um, but they know the benef- knew the benefits um, of Hong Kong and uh, I think ultimately you get opportunities in life, whatever they are. And, um, you know, I think if there's positives there, you just got to take them. And, um, you know, I've got an opportunity with Kieran, um, which was an obvious one to take, obviously. But um, that wouldn't have come about if I uh, hadn't come to Australia in the first place. So I think you've just got to, um, you've got to take what's in, in, in front of you. And, you know, if, uh, and ultimately, if it doesn't work out, um, that was my view when I'd made the call then you know I can always come back and I'm not going in there with a negative mindset in any way but um you know the the the, the worry I suppose is is uh, and it is a daunting prospect as it, it's possible that it, that it doesn't and if it doesn't then we come home
0: did you think that in a way that if you wanted to 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 go on your own journey and establish your own brand in a way um that would be easy maybe in Hong Kong under their circumstances and the way that they go about it than, say, starting up here in Australia?
1: Well, it's not so much that, but ultimately I, I wouldn't have felt comfortable leaving Kieran and setting yeah. up on my Poaching own. Poaching all of his um, owners. Well, there would have been some very difficult conversations. Yeah. We've got a great relationship and I would not. Uh, it was never in my mind was I going to do that. Um, it, it wouldn't have felt right. And so an opportunity such as this or, you know, a large backer would have been uh, a way of it it, um, coming to an end. It wasn't going to be done by me. So um, it it makes sense in that point of view. And and we can still work together, do business together. And, um, you know, for us, it it would have, you know, it it would not have felt right for either of us to not to be amicable in any way. And and this is one of the the most amicable
0: ways of doing it. With David Eustace here, thanks for the Hong Kong Jockey Club. Visit hkjc.com. Um, I've mentioned this a few times as well. Like, you've done so well here in Australia working alongside Kieran and Kieran Ma Racing. But massive challenges now because I had a chat to Jamie Richards and a few of the young trainers that even David Hayes recently based in Hong Kong. It's ruthless. Like, you can't afford to get bad barriers, for instance, and owners will take your horses away. Yeah. Um, you need to... Sharpen up on your Cantonese. Um, sure, Knee um, Yeah, yeah, you're you're <laughs> dominating already. But th- the challenges are there where you've gone from um, helping Kieran, looking after that this massive operation, and then all of a sudden, Dave Dave Eustace is the sure. man. You got to make decisions, get owners, find horses. Um, do you think you're ready for that?
1: Yeah, sure, yeah. absolutely. I wouldn't be going if I didn't think I was. Yes. I think. I've Why are
0: you ready for that then? I
1: well, yeah. I I think uh, you know. So gained a huge amount of experience, all that aspects of the business yeah. with Kieran. Yes, you're right. Um, the buck stops with the both of us instead of just me. But, you know, it's a big operation and making decisions yeah. um, every day uh, without having to call upon him. Otherwise, we would we, we, we would never get done. and yeah. we wouldn't move forward. And, you know, when he had six months off as well. Um, uh, you know, took a got a lot of experience um, uh, when he was away. He, you know, he left me to it then, and I got a lot of confidence yeah. that things went well then, and uh, and the horses raced well, and everyone was um, happy with how everything was being carried out. So, I, you know, undoubtedly, um, I feel ready, and and um, I think I, I have been for a while.
0: So that six month period, when you, is it a situation where you become a man, and you had that self confidence in a way where you. Karen had to hand you the keys when he had that six-month disqualification. He went all around the world learning different training methods, a bit like um, you coming to Australia. He went to the UK and Ireland to, to see how they, they do it over there. But um, you were the man, basically, the boss, and had to take over. Under difficult circumstances. Yeah, look,
1: it wasn't, it wasn't easy. I mean, the most important thing and the most encouraging thing was that we didn't lose a horse during that period, no. um, Every owner. Um, stuck uh, by us and um, thankfully they ran well and actually as a result it was the best thing that happened for the business because Kieran was able to spend six months gaining clients and having the time to actually do that and that just shows that that a lot that is what training Eases um, uh, the hard part is getting uh, the horses into yeah. the yard and building those relationships because you're so busy as a trainer, focused on actually getting the horses to the track. But that is probably the easier part of it, particularly um, when you get to the size we are. So, um, yeah. yeah, look, we learned an awful lot from that.
0: Yeah, and what did you learn most of all? Like, you, you've spent time working with some of the great trainers, your family are, um, have got um a terrific history in the UK based at Newmarket. You would have saw some of the, the greatest trainers of all time there working there at Newmarket. You learn a lot from Kieran um but it's different landscapes how you train in the UK to Australia and then it's going to be a different ball game I would imagine once again in, in Hong Kong. Um what do you think your greatest challenge is in Hong Kong?
1: Oh, undoubtedly, it's 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 the clients. You know, I'm starting from zero. Yeah. You know, we we haven't got any Chinese clients. Um. You know, since it's been announced, everything everyone's been um extremely, sort of welcoming in Hong Kong. I think there's been a fair bit of traction around it, yeah. but it's got to result in. It's all very well shaking hands and meeting people and and um, being promised horses, but you've got to get the horses in the yard, and the, the, there's no doubt about that's going to be the biggest challenge. I think, um, that and actually. The system itself, uh, yep. in that it's a little bit more technical to make um, it, it a very fair um, place to race a horse as an owner, and to increase turnover um, and maximise turnover yep. as much as possible. There are some idiosyncrasies to the um, the way uh, the system is, with barriers and nominations, etc. And and I'll need to learn that over yep. the next um, years. Really, Jamie's Richards has been extremely helpful. I um, uh, didn't know um, at all, actually, and he reached out and and um, he's been very yeah. uh, up front with what um, I need to get to grips with.
0: Yeah. It must be exciting, that challenge. It's the unknown in a way that um, you, you're in a, one of the toughest racing jurisdictions. And I've always said when I have a chat to David Hayes and Zach Pertin and, and, and Jamie, it'd be great to get a camera following around the participants because... One day you can get a horse that wins by four lengths at a trial, and then the next day you've got to knock at the stables and yeah. Danny Shum's taken horses off you. That's right, yeah. yeah. And, and
1: that's the culture, and I think you've just, and it's easy for me to say now, um, uh, I'm not in it, but uh, you've just got to be thick-skinned and you've got to live with it. Yeah. And, um, uh, and admit, you know, we're, we've lost our fair share of horses over the journey, so um, it's not something completely alien to us. You yeah. know, naturally people move horses in the past, and... It used to get you used to get very upset about it, but um, you've got to go with the flow. And yep. I think I'm pretty good. I'm pretty relaxed and uh, at um, being able to just let things play out so when, it, when it's right to do that.
0: And how much of an advantage do you do you think that you might get because you've got um, Harry, your brother, who does a wonderful job selling horses as well. Um, and that seems to be some of the market these in the UK with the prize money decreases and the way that you can make some money is selling to Asia. And then obviously your connections here in Australia. So um, you must be looking forward to trying to to get together your team.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I think trust is uh, going to be a big thing. I don't, I've got no interest in, in anything in, in the background apart from, uh, getting the right horses in, and um, obviously Harry's going to help with that. Um, uh, I'd like to think he's not going to sell me a slow one no, intentionally well anyway. So. Um, but, uh, and the same here, you know, everyone's, I've got, you know, great relationships with um, people in the industry, who are obviously firm friends now, so, um, yeah, that that's going to be a real positive.
0: David Eustace has been the talk of the, the racing industry over the last month or so with the announcement that he's heading to Hong Kong. Um Geez, you, you've obviously built up a wonderful relationship with Kiramar over the, the, the years, but it's a big team at Kiramar Racing. Um, the people, what do the people mean to you?
1: Yeah, I mean, that, that's going to be one of the biggest things yeah. I'll miss. And, you know, I, I, I really hope anyone uh, doesn't think that the, the, the business won't just keep rolling because uh, the talent behind the scenes is superb. Jack Turnbull's been the assistant at Cranbourne for 18 months uh, doing a fantastic job uh, Declan Mart uh, Ballarat yeah. and um Joe in Sydney um who's a fantastic horseman and everyone else behind you know have become you know great friends Gab, Leanne, Will, yeah. Sam White um you know it's a proper family we had drinks actually last night was was with, with some owners and um Obviously, both of us sort of said a few words and, uh, yeah, it's been... A few tears? Not tears, no, not tears, but... Um,
0: so when's your last 27th day?
1: 27th of Jan, which yeah. is a Saturday, yeah, is, is the last day, so um, actually I had to go straight to Cracker on um, after track work on yep. Saturday morning, but that's the last day, yeah, so I yeah. actually don't know how that'll work with the... How are you um, going to
0: say goodbye to everybody, like, you, you've obviously spent a lot of time the majority of the time in Victoria but it's not just those people that you mentioned it's the staff underneath you and the younger people that have come up through the ranks that you would have had to, to mentor over the time as well
1: yeah absolutely it'll be a strange feeling yeah. um, if WhatsApp collapsed and the whole business would too so I'll yeah. have to leave about a million WhatsApp groups uh, yeah. which will uh, not be uh, which will be a, you know, a strange feeling as well yeah. so um, yeah that, that's going to be you know very tough
0: yeah what about the horse? Is there a horse in particular that you really miss? It's going to be difficult uh, to say well, goodbye.
1: The first winner was a horse called Reserve Street, who was is pretty, he still going around? He won a Bill Cup, he? he won a couple. Yeah, um, he was actually owned by one of my best mates, uh, Felix Castle, and um, he was uh, a good mate of Kieran's as well. Yeah, and uh, he um, he. Uh, he he, he's just about to turn off here. Yeah. So, um, we'll get Will on as well. Yeah, you gonna yeah. miss, you he, never mentioned Will when you said you were going to miss. I just mentioned Will. Oh, did you? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah absolutely. Um, the Greek, the Greek Adonis. Yeah. yeah.
0: Will's been pretty active at the sales as well. Um, will you hire him as your bloodstock agent?
1: Yeah. He's, you know, we're great mates and, yep. and, um, he's going to be doing, yeah, doing a lot of the work, um, behind the scenes. So, yep. um, yeah, it'll be yeah, business as usual, I suppose, in that regard, yeah. yeah.
0: And um, not only did you, like, um, make quite a name for yourself in the training ranks, but you did knock back opportunities to call the cricket. Like, you had an opportunity to call Jerry Waitley at the MCG. You knocked back our opportunity to call it Lords. Um, do you think you'll regret that down the track?
1: Lords, one of the great regrets of my life, and I had to get back, get back to the yeah. Get back to a winter in Melbourne instead of, instead of watching the Ashes. Yep. But, uh, yeah, there's a couple, couple of things I missed out on there.
0: So, um, Johnny O'Neill's putting in his resume to replace you. Would you recommend <laughs> that or not?
1: Absolutely
2: not. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kieran, good he morning. doing what he's doing.
0: <laughs> good morning to you, Kieran. Morning. Um, are you going to miss him?
2: Definitely. Yeah? Yeah, Dave's been
0: fantastic. So, you've got a place to stay when you go to Hong Kong? Have you worked that out yet?
2: yeah I'm sure there's a spot there for me
1: yep. there. just it might not be smart enough <laughs> <laughs> it, might, it might not be central enough how do you get out of the <laughs> habit
0: but from calling each other all the time obviously you'll have it, like you're trying to work out how you get this bloody horse to, to go and you'd usually ring the boss and probably vice versa um um I guess you'd be able to still do that.
1: Yeah, yeah. As I mentioned earlier, yeah, I don't, as much as, yeah, we're probably not going to speak sort of ten times a day, but um, there'll still be, I'll still be hearing a bell and yep. seeing what he thinks for sure um, because uh, you'll need to be have ideas up there. It's pretty, yeah. uh, the training is... Um, I don't want to say bland, but you know it's 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 fairly one-dimensional. Um, certainly it's shot in, so I uh, we'll have to think outside the box a little bit.
0: And Kieran, your greatest legacy, I think, you've trained Melbourne Cup winners, grand annuals, etc. Um, but you've been able to mentor a lot of trainers in the game um, and bloodstock agents that have been able to have <laughs> an illustrious career. Um, but are you still in love, David? Yeah, yeah. So is that your greatest? Like, did you ever think that will ever happen? <laughs>
2: I don't know where you were going with that. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, you, are you still in love, David? I was a bit uh, nervous.
0: That's dangerous, actually. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was a bit dangerous. Yes. Uh, yeah. um, but online dating, unbelievable.
2: Uh, yeah, well, I wouldn't know much about that. But, uh, no. yeah, no, like, uh, I suppose that is, um, you know, it's good to see um, people that have come through the business yeah. uh, go on to, you know, do very well in their own right. Um, much as it can be frustrating at sometimes yeah. <laughs> but uh uh no you know like i'm i'm, I'm pretty proud of the team and yep. um we promote uh you know promote the team you know it's not uh, it is an actual team it's not one person and we promote that and and um with that you know um you know they get opportunities mm. so um but also you know they they probably you get you know more they're more invested uh, in the time that they're are with us.
0: Do you need another co-trainer, or do you think you could just have Kiramar Racing, or um, because it is a big team with different um, assistant trainers right across the country?
2: Well, we we basically have a lot of co-trainers. Yeah. Anyway,
0: um, Will Bourne as well. You like bloodstock agent slash trainer?
2: Well, exactly. He he usually has a lot of uh, a lot of thoughts on a Saturday morning as to. Uh, <laughs> You know how how things should be done. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, as I said, we have a lot of co-trainers anyway, and you know I, I won't do anything in the immediate future. Mm. But um, you know the turn of the um, turn of the season, you know we'll we'll see then. But um, yeah, as I said, there's a lot of people there and good structure, and you know the couple will have to step up, um, Jack and Deck
0: and. And um, well, Deck's uh, ready to go. I'd back him nearly in to take over the shop, but um, he likes to be in the background, doesn't he?
2: Deck, oh, oh, he's, he's he put his resume in. Oh, <laughs> I think he's starting to, yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, the late move. We should have a market actually with yeah. Bet <laughs> well, 365. We've got to run out of time. It's 10.29, so we've got about 45 seconds. Horses, Will, that we need to be checking out for Kiramar Racing. David, congratulations. We wish you the best of luck. You've got 35 seconds, 35 Will.
2: Seconds. Uh, the best horse we brought over the, uh, yesterday, I think it will be the two darn hot colt we brought off. A really nice yes. guy, Jamie Middleton. It's right down the back, very hardy. Um, just like a race horse. Yep. Yeah, nice nice horse. And so, um,
0: Kiramar Racing, just get involved?
2: Yeah, definitely. Get in touch yep. with me. Well, you can probably still get in touch with
0: David. He's got, what, three legs left?
2: Absolutely,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Still slide, slide, into slide into the DMs. Yep. Yeah,
0: we can't go, we can't, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've done that a few times. You haven't replied <laughs> to me, David. Um, right, hey, right. we wish you the best of luck, mate. Thank you. Congratulations. Karen. I'll put in my resume as well.
2: Yeah, well. 100 know. to 1? One. Yeah, no, no, yep. well, as you said, there is a market.
0: Yes. <laughs>